Today on The Girl Defined Show, we are sharing the top five books that have radically shaped our view on womanhood. What's up, sisterhood? I am so excited to be here, and I am not alone this time or interviewing Woo-hoo! someone. We are welcoming back Kristen Clark to the stage. Yeah, let's hear that round of applause. Okay, so we I know we don't have time to go into where you've been and what's been going on, but give them at least a sneak peek and tell them when they can expect a big update from you. <laughs> I know. I love that. We don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> don't have time for your life. For no. your life. No. Um, well, if you've been following us on Instagram or following my personal account, you have seen the news that Zach and I recently adopted two boys, brothers. Um, internationally from the country of Ukraine. So if you've been wondering where I've been, because I have been like MIA, like, majorly <laughs> MIA, completely out of the scene, um, that's what I've been doing. And I took probably like two months off yeah. after the adoption. So the adoption happened probably about two months ago, took some time off, obviously, just to transition with this new family life going from just Zach and me for almost 10 years, which is crazy. Our 10-year yeah. anniversary is a few weeks away to <laughs> an instant family of four. And we're not talking to little babies. We're talking... We adopted a 10-year-old boy and a 6-year-old boy, so wow. our life is crazy, but it's been a wild, fun adventure. God has been so faithful, and yeah, I'm going to hop on here sometime in the next few weeks yeah. and share the whole story with Zach oh, yeah. about the whole adoption process, um, why we decided to adopt internationally, mm-hmm. when all of this came about. Um, you, A lot of you know about my journey of infertility mm-hmm. and recurrent miscarriage and just kind of what led us to the point of choosing Ukraine and then just God's amazing hand in leading us to these two precious boys that are now our sons. So to come, um, but today we get to talk about the really fun topic of womanhood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I do want to say, though, before we get off that topic, though, because you are have been posting a lot of stuff on your personal Instagram account. And so I know some people are like, especially the sisterhood who's been around for a while, they're like, okay, we'll give us something. So what's your Instagram? Oh, gosh, it's so hard to find. <laughs> we'll link it below. Okay, we'll, we'll link, link it below. below. It's like, yeah, it, you can find it through the yeah. at girl to find Instagram account, but it's kind of like a hard name. It's like yeah. Kristen Clark, but without some of the <laughs> I know like, letters. Some of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been posting like progressively the story, so that's I've be, been slowly sharing. Yeah, y'all can follow along there. Before we jump in though to this really crucial topic of just biblical womanhood, womanhood, what makes us women, what defines us, mm-hmm. why we choose to live the way that we do, um, and how you define and live out your womanhood. Like, and what shapes our perspective on womanhood. What shapes our perspective on womanhood. I do want to invite you to this once-a-year event. This is literally, like, once a year, the time where we, as the Girl Defined Sisterhood, gather together to meet in person, really to link arms, to be encouraged, to remember, like, hey, we're not alone. There are other sisters in Christ who are striving to follow Mm -hmm. God, striving to live for Him, striving to live out His design for our womanhood. It's such an encouraging time. There's incredible worship, fellowship. Yeah. Fun after party. It's just an amazing weekend. So if you are able to join us on July 30th and 31st in San Antonio, Texas, we would love to see you there. Grab your sisters. Moms are invited too. If you are a youth leader or like run a singles ministry or like in leadership, a mentor, bring the girls yeah. in your group. Um, we would just love to have you a part of this yearly event. And we hope to meet you. We hope to see you there. You can go to girldefined.com slash conference to get all the details. If you're not able to make it in person, we do have a simulcast option. So an amazing online experience. Um, I definitely encourage you to go check it out. Girldefined.com slash conference. And one more really quick thing. We had a couple of weeks ago, a super sweet friend on to talk about social media. Tara Sun, she has an amazing ministry. And that conversation, I think you and her talked about social media. It was such a great conversation. So go back and listen to that episode because 
you know, in a world where we are just flooded with social media and Mm -hmm. messages, we need some encouragement in that area. But she actually just released an incredible sticker line. So she is an artist and she custom designed her own stickers really to help you decorate your life with God's word and just remember his truth. And she wants you to remember that the Bible is our source of truth and we're called to set our minds on things above, to set our minds on him. And so these biblically rooted designs are just tangible ways to remind ourselves of God's truth. So they're, they're super so cute. cute. I have one on my water bottle right now. I got the pray, pray, pray sticker. Um, and I would just encourage you to go check those out. You can go to TaraSunMinistries.com. Okay. Yeah. That was a lot. That was but... a lot. You know what I was wanting to do when you what? were talking about the conference? I what? wanted to sing. We are the, the sisterhood calling all our friends to join us. Okay. That was just a sneak peek of an epic um, sisterhood anthem that Bethany's husband, Dave, actually wrote and composed. Like, he wrote all the music and the lyrics. And Which is funny. a really epic, well, I think it's epic, choreographed dance. And we all do it together yes. at the conference. But last year was the first year we introduced it. Oh, but it was right. completely online. You're right. So a lot of you tuned in online. But we just, everyone did it from their homes because, you know, we're in the midst yeah. of the pandemic. But this year we are going to gather together and I can't oh, wait to sing that and dance. So, I mean, if anything, you want to come just for that. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, girldefined.com slash conference to get all the details. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so we have read a lot of books over the years. We've wrote quite a few books. Um, we'll link them all below. And books have radically yeah. impacted both of our lives. I mean, I know for both of us, mm-hmm. we both feel like the books we've read have almost acted like mentors in our life. You know, what an incredible day and age we live in. And so we're going to share some of the top books that for both of us have literally radically shaped the way we view womanhood, the way we view just men and women, our design, mm-hmm. why we're here, why the difference is, you know, how we should live that out. So you are going to want to grab your notebook and write these down because we cannot encourage you to grab these books enough mm-hmm. once we share them. Before you we grab do, them though, enough. Grab them enough. Grab them enough. You know, like you just gotta <laughs> click and snatch order them. and snatch them. <laughs> Um, So a few years ago, I shared this story in our book, Girl Defined, and this happened when I was in my early 20s, um, and this really shaped a lot of my perspective on where I was going as a woman and how I viewed myself as a female, and it really opened my eyes to how others view us as women and what they think the essence of our womanhood is Mm -hmm. and what makes us bold and courageous and strong. And this is why you are a woman. And so this experience was really eye-opening for me. Um, It was several years ago. Like I said, I was in my early 20s and Christian and I had both like been curious about the modeling industry. We've shared about this before and you you can go back and listen to previous episodes. But this story of mine, um, I decided to go and talk to the owner of this modeling agency. I had received a card from him because back in the day, they didn't really recruit through social media because we didn't That's have social true. media. It's like really dating ourselves. We're old now. Yeah. So literally, like, hey, here's my card. <laughs> yeah. Like we would be walking yeah. in the store. This sounds so random, but it's like we'd be walking in like yeah. a grocery store or just, I don't know, to our car from a parking lot and someone would come running up like a modeling recruit agent and they'd be like, here's our card. If you're interested, we would love yes. to have you as a part of our, you know, a part of our, our agency. agency. And so that's how it happened back then. I don't really know. I'm too old to know what happens now, but <laughs> that's how what happened. And so I was like so curious. I really wanted to know like, man, if I went and actually became a model, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. My status, my womanhood, I would just be like the woman and just imagine what my friends would think. And you know, what everyone around me, they would just be like, wow, Bethany, she has made it. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but something along those lines. And so I was like, okay, I've got to go and scope this out, check this out. Obviously my parents, you know, wise mentors in my 
life. They were not the biggest fan of this idea just because there are a lot of temptations, a lot of pitfalls, Mm -hmm. a lot of potential just challenges. And for a young woman still trying to figure out what it means to be a woman, maybe entering the very competitive and interesting world of modeling wouldn't be the best idea. But they agreed and they were like, you know, you're a grown adult. We, you know, think you should go explore this and and see what happens. So I remember pulling up to the modeling agency and I, I remember just sitting in my car and my hands were super sweaty and I was feeling nervous. My heart was pounding and I was like, okay, here we go. So I walked in and I was greeted at the front door by a man named Jeff. Jeff. That's not a weird Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> and Jeff. he bum, bum, was... Bum, bum, bum you know, welcoming, but like serious and Mr. Like we're getting down to business, you know, like I'm, I'm here to tell you what's going on. And mm-hmm. you know, that's what's happening. He wasn't like, Oh, thank you so much for being here. It was very serious. So yeah. I remember I walk into his office and the first thing to greet me was literally like wallpaper, basically of all of the top models in their agency surrounding the room from floor to ceiling. And they were all basically like new. They didn't have very much on to say the least. And this was their pride and joy of what was in the modeling agency. And so it was kind of an interesting first experience because for me, I wasn't like, oh, I hope I can become the next edition of wallpaper, you know, and (laughs) Jeff can stare at my nude body all day. Like it wasn't, that wasn't my initial reaction. And so I was like, okay, though, like, we'll see what happens. So he slid a form across the table to me and On the form, it kind of described all the different potential modeling opportunities I could consider. And he wanted me to... Like the different categories, Categories, yeah. So it could be like, oh, do you want to be a lingerie model? Do you want to be bridal? Do you want to be club and party wear? You know, swimsuits, whatever they were. And so I was like, okay, you know, just this feeling of uneasiness and like, I just don't really know if this was a great Mm -hmm. idea started to creep up. And so... I guess Jeff could sense my hesitancy. And so he started to like kind of lay the law down and let me know how things go. And so first he told me that this was a special meeting and that they had already had all of the recruitment opportunities yesterday where they opened up the doors and anyone that who they had handed out a card to was able to come in and that's where they weeded out like who they wanted, who they didn't want. And so he was basically telling me like you, this is an extremely special opportunity. Like you should be very grateful to be here. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, I had no idea. Um, I don't think he, I don't think I was taking the meeting as seriously as he hoped I would. So I just remember feeling like, okay, wow, in my mind, all of this was whirling. Like, is this really what I want to do with my life? Is this what like being a woman is all about? Like becoming a model? Is that really like climbing the ladder and becoming it? Is this what I want? So all of this is swirling around in my head. And then Jeff went on to tell me that they would rather, he told me, he's like, we would rather have models who we consider less beautiful in the world's eyes. Like physically, they would say, oh, these aren't as beautiful, but they're willing to show all. Like, you really have to be willing to strip nude and do as much as possible to climb the ladder. He's like, we would we, we would rather have girls who are considered less beautiful but willing to do more than girls who we would consider more beautiful but have certain standards. And so he's like, depending mm. on which camp you fall in, like, we, if you're not willing to, like, do whatever it takes to climb the ladder, we don't really want you here. And then he went mm. on to tell me that I needed to go home and become confident and comfortable in my own skin because real women who are confident and comfortable in their own skin are willing to show all. And if I'm not confident yet, then maybe I need to wait a few years and come back when I'm a confident woman. And I remember like wanting to say like, 
I'm perfectly confident, Jeff. I just don't want to become a dentition to your wallpaper. <laughs> like, I can be a confident, bold woman yes. without having to strip nude for the camera for all of these people to stare at my naked body. But mm-hmm. I didn't say that. Instead, I probably, like, trembled, like, well, thank you, sir. Like, I will go now. <laughs> but inside, I probably had a great comeback. But it was a very eye-opening experience for me because I realized in that moment, like, I was at a turning point. Was I going mm-hmm. to go down and fight for what the world views as womanhood? Like, to end up on a magazine, to be willing to show all and say, hey, I'm confident nothing can hold me back. This is what womanhood is all about. Like, I'm loud. Hear me roar. You know, like, is that the direction I'm, I'm going to go? Or am I going to go the direction that Jesus is calling me to do? And he is calling me to live a life that looks radically different. Boldness, courage, um, confidence doesn't look like what Jeff was describing. I didn't have to take off all my clothes to follow what Jesus was calling me to Mm do. And so that's ultimately the turning point that really got me and I know your own story kind of where we are today and along that journey of deciding no I want to follow Jesus and I want to learn what it means to be a biblically confident a biblically strong woman Mm -hmm, defined by mm -hmm. God defined my by my designer uh, then I need to study and research and so that's what shot us onto this path of digging into these incredible resources yeah yeah and that's the thing is that biblical womanhood it doesn't exactly come knocking on your door and like you know oh here's biblical womanhood it's very clear and you know here's a breakdown of exactly what it is and you know come along dear like follow biblical womanhood like it doesn't the world's message is like that it's in your face it's just yes. telling you you need to strip down that's what it means to be confident that's what it means to be beautiful and those messages there they are very alluring like i know we wrestled with a lot of just even my own journey a little taste of the modeling industry you wrestle because in our flesh we want the accolades of the world Absolutely. right we want people to tell us that we're beautiful that we're confident that we're bold that we're powerful that we're in control like all of the things our flesh crave which is the opposite of what God calls us to as men and women, that humility of Christ, like that's what our flesh wants. And so if we're not so, so incredibly intentional as women today to chase after God's design, to say the world's message is all around me. It is, it is coming at me from every single angle, from every movie I watch pretty much to everything I see on social media, to when I'm walking around in the store, to conversations I'm having with my friends, my peers, my coworkers, like the message of, of, um, worldly womanhood is everywhere. And that's what we started realizing that if we don't chase hard intentionally after God's design and say, okay, God, what is your design? What is your plan for my life as a womanhood? What is not my way, but your way? How do I live this out? How Help me understand this. Like, if we don't chase after it, for sure. it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think that was the turning point for both of us. We realized if we're passive and just yes. kind of like, you know, like, I, yeah, I want to be a Christian woman. We're just going to get swept away. Oh, yeah. Swept away in the tide. Well, and it's kind of like we say you have to have a bullseye. And if you don't know where you're going and what you're aiming at, you're really going to go go along with the flow of yeah. whatever is most popular. And so the bullseye doesn't, like you say, it doesn't just like, here I am. You, you don't hit to, it accidentally. Yeah. You have to pursue <laughs> it. So our hope in sharing these resources is that it will help you to discover that bullseye. Obviously, being in God's word and making sure that you are a woman who is in the word regularly so that you can discern truth from lies is crucial. So if you are already in the word and you're like, hey, I want to learn Mm -hmm. more, like I want to learn from other godly women who know God's word and who are trying to help me understand it better, then this is for you. This is exactly what we're trying to do. I mean, none of these books should replace God's word. We should be Bereans, like the New Testament says. We should always be women who are comparing to scripture because that's where we go go wrong when we hear a very compelling, enticing message and we're like, 
like, oh, that sounds good. I mean, think of just how, you know, liberal Christianity or like we like to say woke Christians or woke womanhood, which we're going to do another episode on later. But the message sounds so so compelling. And it's like, oh, this sounds so great. Like I get to be like my number one. Like this sounds Mm -hmm. pretty good. But we have to know God's word so that we can compare um, and know what's true and what's not. Yeah, and the bottom line is that our life isn't about us, right? I mean, worldly womanhood, it is so much about the center of life is about you and your womanhood and your identity, what you think you should do, what you think you should be, what you think makes you strong. And biblical womanhood turns all of that on its head and said, it's not, you aren't at the center. Christ is at the center. And it's about who he says you should be, what he calls you to do, how he wants you to live. Um, And then your whole purpose and all of that is not to glorify your own name and elevate your own name and worship yourself essentially, but to elevate God's name, to place his name high, to worship him, to reflect him and to shine the light of Christ to the world around you, the sphere of influence God has you. And that's the purpose. That's the point. So that's the heart of all of this. These resources that we're about to share is that it's not about us. It's about God. And we have to get out of the way, put God in the center of our lives, Christ in the center, and then worship and serve him and glorify him. So here are the resources. Drum roll, please. <laughs> okay, we're going to start. Yeah. Like, we're going to go five, four, three, two, one. How about that? Yeah, like, I mean, they're not in an order. Like, Not technically. Okay. Yeah. I no. mean, they're, <laughs> they're, they're all good. They're all awesome. Yeah, they're all awesome. But we can do five, four, three, two, one. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, five. Boom, 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 boom. This is awesome. So number five is Lies Women Believe by Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth. It actually came out. She created, or I guess they republished a new edition, yeah. an updated edition um, in the last few years. And this book is incredible yeah. because this whole this whole perspective, and Nancy is a friend of ours. She's amazing. Revive Our Hearts is the ministry she founded years ago. Um, this Her ministry and this book and just all of her resources, the true womanhood yeah. movement, has like radically impacted our lives. Um, yeah. But she, in this book, it's so cool because I think so often, and this is her perspective, is that we are are as women often believing so many lies that we don't even have like room for the truth because we're just we're rooted in lies and our emotions, our beliefs about God, our beliefs about beauty, about identity, about sexuality. We're believing so many lies that it's like we can't even see the truth. And so this book helps to uproot the lies first and then it explains the truth of womanhood so that you can walk in that freedom because when we're trapped in lies, there is no freedom. Yeah. Like we're in bondage and we don't even know it. And so this book is amazing because it covers a whole bunch of different lies, yeah. like the top lies that women believe that yeah. we are tempted and prone to believe, the top lies that the world yeah. presents to us as enticing and beautiful and good. And she unpacks why they're lies and then helps the reader understand whoa, I yeah. have been believing this lie. I had no idea. And then she says, here's the truth. Here's God's design for this. And it's like so compelling, so beautiful. And just a book that I think has brought literally yeah. millions of women freedom. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know for you. Can you think of any lies like or a big lie that you believed? As, oh, yeah. In womanhood. So many. I mean, were you going to say one? Well, I was trying to think. I was like, oh. I mean, beauty was a huge one for yeah. me. See, that's a good example. Yeah. Like, like I about? for sure believed the lie that my worth and value was mm. based on um, my external appearance yeah. and people affirming me based on my outward appearance saying, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, I love this about you, but all externally. Totally. And then, you know, if people would compliment me or say I was pretty or my short stint in the modeling industry, I my worth and value was based on that. And I, my outward appearance became an idol yeah. where in, in a lot of sense, I was chasing after keeping up that image rather than using my my body, my life to glorify and serve God. For and sure. yeah, that was a huge lie that I believed. Yeah. So it's lies about beauty, lies about about marriage, lies about 
sin, priorities, family, emotions, and so much more. So if you're thinking like, okay, is this relevant? Like, I don't care if you're single, married, this is a book I think every woman should believe, I mean, should believe, should read. (laughs) I'm kidding all my words. There's actually another one if you are younger, because I know we have a lot of teen listeners as well. Um, There is Lies, what is it? Lies, Lies, Young Women Believe. believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. It's a today. really hard title. I know. <laughs> Lies. What is it? Um, so you could, we'll link all of these below, but that would be another great one. So another book that we, oh my goodness, it was amazing. And this is like a one that most people don't I know. know about. That most Christian women have never heard of. And so I cannot recommend this book enough. Um, it's not recommended for younger girls. So I would say if you're like teens, um, you know, maybe read it with an, your mom or an older mentor. But if you're anyone who's like, you know, 17 and above, it's probably going to be great for you. This book is called What Our Mothers Didn't Tell Us. And her last name, the author, I'm not exactly sure, but it's Danielle Crittenden. 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 Something like that. Something like that. So here's kind of like a snippet of what this book is about. Talk to women under 40 today, and you will hear that in spite of the fact that they have achieved goals previous generations of women could only dream of, they nonetheless feel more confused and insecure than ever. What has gone wrong? And then she says, what can be done to set it right? These are the questions Danielle Crittenden answers in What Our Mothers Didn't Tell Mm. Us. And boy, is that true. I feel like we have fought so hard, um, you know, and there have been good things that have happened because of women fighting for rights and things like that. But we've come so far and swung so far to now where now we feel like, wow, we have all of these things that previous Mm -hmm. generations could have only dreamed of. But why are we so happy? Why are we so unhappy? Mm -hmm. Why are we so insecure? I mean, why are we so anxious? Why do we feel like we have all of this stuff? these things, these achievements, but life just isn't happy. What's going on? And so if you or someone you know has ever felt that way, like, okay, I should be happy. Like, I got this. I got my dream. I got that dream job or I achieved this certain, you know, status or I, I got married or whatever it was, that thing where you're like, okay, I thought I was supposed to be happy once I reached this point. Mm-hmm. This book is going to really debunk and really show you why maybe that wasn't the ultimate yeah. answer to what you were looking for. So yeah. What Our Mothers Didn't Tell Us is an, just a phenomenal book. Yeah. <laughs> that one, it kind of shocked me because I wasn't expecting it to be so good. Like, uh, I remember when I read it. It was like, oh, like, I think, did I read it twice? I don't know. Okay, so we've got first, Lies lies Women Believe, or Lies Young Women Believe, and then What Our Mothers Didn't Tell Us. Again, these are all books that have radically impacted our perspective on womanhood for the better. Um, The next one is called The Feminist Mistake, and it is by our good friend Mary Cassian. Not Um, to be confused with The the Feminist feminist Mystique, which is a play on words. It's meant to be that. I know, I don't want someone listening like, oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. It's play on words to The Feminist Mystique. So Mary Cassian's book is The Feminist Mistake, and (laughs) she's basically debunking all of the lies um, that came out of the feminist movement. I know even the word feminism in the church creates quite a stir. We've seen it. We've experienced it. We've had um, some heated debates, I would say, even inside the the Girl Defined Sisterhood on just the definition of feminism. And Mary Cassian is like an amazing scholar. She's She's so so wise. She's a theologian. She's just like incredible. And I would say her niche is specifically on the history of feminism and the impact of feminism on the church today. Day. And so this book, if you've ever wanted to know more about that, like yeah. you're hungry. I know there have been times at, and today still I feel hungry. Like I want to learn more. For sure. I want to understand, you know, if there are these wise godly women saying, hey, there were some good things that came out of feminism. There were a lot of bad things that came out of it for women. To your point about the other book, why are we less happy today? Despite yeah, exactly. all of these years of feminism fighting for our rights, why do women seem less happy, more anxious, more depressed yes. today than before? Like what? Something's not working. So this book 
the feminist mistake, Mary Cassian unpacks all of that and helps us as Christian women in the church understand why feminism, that movement, what was fought for, um, the ideologies, the narrative that's being told to us today, modern feminism, why that's not the answer, why that's not going to land us in a better place. And then she helps unpack why God's design for womanhood is truly better. And this is definitely more of a deep dive. Yeah. So you, if you're wanting to start with something more simple, this would be like maybe a step two or three in your journey. So if you're like, oh, I already have listened to a lot of podcasts or I have done some research, um, then definitely jump right in. But I would recommend maybe mm-hmm. reading this book after you've read some of the other ones. Well, we the recommend. next two, I would yeah. say, would be better to start with. Totally. Ooh. Yeah. So we have The Feminist Mistake. And then the next book, book number four that we want to recommend, um, is Radical Womanhood by Caroline McCauley. She did such an incredible job with oh, this yes. book. And this really, I feel like, really helps the like college age girl to mm-hmm. understand, like, okay, what I'm being taught at college, what I'm being taught all in the social media realm, like, what is, what's going on and what is womanhood all about? She really kind of brings it to like a modern, relevant, I guess, point of womanhood and really helps us to understand um, what why biblical womanhood is so much better. And here's like a little snippet of what she has to say. Biblical womanhood is not for the weak. In an age that seeks to obliterate God and his authority, modeling biblical womanhood involves spiritual warfare. Radical womanhood seeks to equip new believers and longtime Christians alike, exposing the anti-God agenda of the three waves of feminism to date and presenting the pro-woman truth of the scriptures. Mm -hmm. This one, I would say, is a lot easier to read. So if you're wanting like, okay, I need a starting place, this one, I, I would say you could jump right into and you're going to really understand everything that's going on. She tells tons of stories, brings tons of relevant modern examples of what modern feminism looks like and why truly in so many ways it's very yeah. damaging to women. So I, I would say this is a very easy book to read. Mm -hmm. But again, she does cover some very mature topics. So if you're on the younger end, you're one of our younger listeners, I definitely recommend reading with your mom or like a youth leader, mentor, someone like that. All right. The last one. I'm always doing these awkward drills with my mouth (laughs) because I'm expecting you to join me and then you never do. And so I'm the awkward one like I guess while you've been gone, I haven't been doing drum rolls, so I'm out of practice. I love drum rolls. Okay, the, I don't know if this is the number one. It's a big one, though, this it's particular a, book. When you say this is, like, an awesome starting oh, place. Oh, like probably the best, starting place. the best starting place if you're, like, yeah. great resources. I don't know which one to pick first. Pick this one yeah. first, okay? It is True Woman 101. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany. By Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth and Mary Cassian, two of our faves that we've yeah. already recommended other books by them. But True Woman 101. This is like their foundational yes. everything about womanhood starting from the beginning. Um, and it's a Bible study. So this is the coolest thing about it. It's an eight-week Bible study taking you through from Genesis all the way through Scripture, like literally step-by-step step on God's design for womanhood and for man- manhood. So you get the understanding of why did God create Adam and Eve? Why did he create a male and female? Did he give us different roles? Are we the same? Are we different? How does God want us to live out these roles in the church, in our communities, in our families today? And they unpack, I would say, some really like like nuanced stuff, like hard stuff that sometimes we read scripture and we're like, I'm not sure. Like I never, like, okay, here's an example. I've read Genesis a million times. Like yeah. the book of Genesis, especially is like the first few chapters, right? Like in the beginning. Yes. And when I did this study, I've done it like multiple times yes, with same. lots of different groups of girls and women. When I did this study, I was shocked by how much they pull out of Genesis, just the first few chapters on Adam and Eve, God's creation of the male and female, the family, and then sin entering the world. It was like amazing as they dig into the original language. They help you understand context, like things that you just 
just brush over because you're like, oh, yeah, I've read that. But it was like mind blowing to me uh how much is in there and how much God has for us. And so this book is incredible. And it's so fun because you can do it with a sisterhood, like your sisters directly, friends, um, girls from church, like a small group, a large group. And they also have free videos online that they're like fun um, discussion videos of the authors and some of their friends discussing the topic of the week. So what I would do when I've done this with um, groups of ladies is we would watch the video together and then we would spend like after we did the first week, we'd watch the video together and then we'd have like maybe 30, 45 minutes of discussion. They have questions inside the study as well. So yeah, this is the best place to start. And then they also have a True Woman 201, which isn't on our list for today. But once you finish 101, it's like, yeah, baby, dive into 201. So yeah, an incredible, incredible resource. Yeah. And you know, all of these women, these are all um, women we are hoping to have on the podcast within the next few months to really bring in these, you know, deeper perspectives from their own voice um, to the, you know, the Girl Defined show in this conversation. These are topics we want to dig Mm -hmm. into and we know you are hungry to hear about because like we said, if we don't pursue and go after truth, it's not going to just come knocking on our door. And so you can count on the Girl Defined show to go to these hard places, to go to these conversations. Like, that's our plan and that's our goal. And I I can't leave it there. I know we said five books. I know we said five books, but here's my true number one. (laughs) Here's my true. What is that, a love song? My true number one. I must return to my first love. Okay, so it was actually during this time where Kristen and I were reading all these books. We had a couple months where we were like power reading, power learning, power growing, like an intensive. Mm -hmm. And then it was shortly after that that we actually wrote our first book, Girl Defined, God's Radical Design for Beauty, Femininity, and Identity. And the goal of Girl Defined, God's Radical Design, Design for beauty, femininity, and identity is to really help you understand what is God's what is God's design for women. Um, you know, we we know we recommended a lot of books, but if you're like, okay, I really want the best of all of those books in one, just take all the information and give it to me in one condensed <laughs> spot. That's what Girl Defined is all about. So if you want like the ultimate starting place, then grab a copy of Girl Defined. You can get it anywhere books are sold. I know even. Um, if you have like a local library, um, a library yeah. where you can listen to it on audio. I know we have a lot of international sisters who um, want to get it. You know, you can go to the book depository. Um, they sell it there. There's a lot of places that you can get it. It's been translated into several other languages. So definitely check and see. Um, but yeah, it's a great place to start. And it will really give you an incredible foundation for God's design for womanhood. And we share all of our stories. So if you are wanting like all of our most embarrassing <laughs> stories, all of the kind of experiences that shaped our perspective, a deep dive into my modeling journey, your modeling journey, just growing up in a family with five sisters and how that impacted our, you know, femininity and womanhood. Yeah. Um, Girl Defined talks about all of that. So you can grab a copy right now at girldefined.com or just wherever books are sold. Ooh, and it's a signed copy at girldefined.com. <laughs> you know Ooh. what? If I had read Girl Defined when I was like 14, 15, 16, I think that my the next few years of my journey of understanding womanhood totally. would have been radically different. Not to have a play on words of God's radical design, but it, I seriously, it is so awesome. So grab a copy and you guys, we would love to meet you in person. We would love to see your beautiful faces in person this summer. If you are tired of being cooped up, locked up at home, come join us in Texas where things are opening up. Yes, it's going to be really hot, but we are going to have the <laughs> ultimate sisterhood bash, like the a regathering yeah. after the last year and a half of not being able to gather together in this way. So come join us for the 2021 Girl Defined Conference in San Antonio, Texas, where we're going to learn all about what it means to shine bright, to be a girl defined by God in this world today, which is 
radically changing. Yes. There's radical again. But I mean, literally in the last few years, so much has changed in our society just regarding manhood, womanhood, gender, identity, purpose, value, like God's design. Like there is so much that's been thrown out and brought in and it is so confusing, so complicated. And this summer we are going to dive into what it means to be a girl who shines bright for God right where he has you. Yeah. We're going to dig into so many amazing topics through our breakout sessions. The main stage sessions are going to focus on shining bright. And then it's just going to be fun, like you said, Oh yeah. like ultimate sisterhood party with food trucks and late night parties and live worship from the most incredible band that just like, oh, you just want to keep worshiping for hours. So join us this summer, July 30th and 31st. Grab your tickets, grab your girlfriends, grab your sisters, grab your dog, maybe not your dog, <laughs> at girldefined.com slash conference. And then click the links below to check out these amazing resources so you can continue growing into what it means to be a girl defined by God.